Hi, everyone. It's Elaine Hamilton from the Reiki Center. And it's been a while since I've made a video, but uh, this thing has been bubbling around in me for a while. And it's around this idea of Reiki spirit guides. And <laughs> I know lots of different countries have lots of different ways of teaching Reiki. And um, there is a certain new ageiness that is in part of the Reiki communities. And I honor that. That's fine if that's attractive to you. But I do get a little bit nervous when it starts to become main rhetoric. And what triggered me was uh, a questionnaire that went out. Um, and it was from one of the Reiki associations asking about Reiki guides and if you use Reiki guides and, um, you know, do you think that atheists uh, should or can, not should, can do Reiki? And I have to say, this just triggered me something chronic. Because one of the things that I think is really important if we ever want to get Reiki into the mainstream, which personally I think is is a very doable thing. If we talk about Reiki as a movement or balancing energy, you might not even want to use the term energy. You might just want to use the term a balancing and harmonizing force. Now, it's it could be as simple as when we breathe. When we breathe, we use the harmonizing force of breath to bring in a lot more calm and a lot more mindfulness. When we do our Reiki practice, the same thing, even though for most of us, we do feel a sensation. That sensation is a balancing and movement of energy. And whether you want to think of the energy as an ex external energy or an internal balancing of your inner systems, that doesn't matter. But as soon as you start to bring in other entities like Reiki spirit guides, and where on earth they came from. I mean, I'm sorry, but there is no there is nowhere in the history that says Azui was calling in Reiki spirit guides. So this kind of thing actually really irritates me because I think we're going in the wrong direction. Now, obviously, this is my personal viewpoint, but if we if we want to really maintain Reiki as a force of or a, a therapy that can be one scientifically proven and two moving in the direction of bringing it in as as a way of uh, using it in our medical professions using it as a preventative care using it as as a method for spiritual and mental well-being then we need to decide whether it is really a self-healing modality or whether it's something that we're kind of evoking all these other things that come in and help us and do things and blah, 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 blah. There is a certain logic and a certain um, rhetoric that we need to decide on. And this is, I'm not saying the associations or whatever, whatever, they can do whatever they want. But essentially, if, if an association is then um, advocating something, then I think there needs to be a, a great clarity in what 
what they're advocating. And for me, when I talk about Reiki, I go back to the original term, the Japanese meaning of Reiki is universal life force. Now, I take that to mean the creative life force or the or the energy as in the E equals MC squared. So the movement of actionable um, potential. So energy is essentially a potential for something to do work. That that's what it is, right? So, so when we eat food, then we break down the molecules of the food, of the glucose, of the of the you know the ATP creates this chemical reaction that produces energy that allows our cells to do work. When we turn on an electric switch, it provides us a source of potential that allows our electrical appliances to do work. When we apply Reiki, we activate in ourselves at a cellular level uh, this this movement of energy potential that allows ourselves to do its work. Now, those cells obviously are also connected with our mental, emotional well-being because they sit somewhere. And whether it's in our physical cells or or around wherever you think your emotions sit and wherever you think your mental energy sits, whether it's in the brain, then the the Reiki is going into the, the brain and helping harmonize that, or whether it's simply in your awareness, your ability to bring more focus, more awareness, more harmony, more balance into your being. Now, when we look at Reiki like that, then essentially what we're doing when we apply Reiki is we allow that potential, the opening of that potential to activate. And when we look at Reiki like that, then it really is, it's more like mindfulness, right? Like when we are mindful, we start to become aware of our patterns. We start to become aware of some of the, some of the back talk that's going on. You know, we're kind of, we get mindful about, oh, what's, what are, what are these thought patterns that are cycling around underneath what it is I'm thinking, what it is I'm feeling. So as we become more mindful, more aware of, of, what our systems are up to, then we start to make much better choices or we just let them go, right? We just get to the point where we can go, oh, actually that belief system doesn't really serve me anymore. Or we just start to notice that there is a belief system running underneath everything. And that level of awareness, that level of our ability to start to shine lights on our own internal life is what self-awareness is all about and what self-empowerment is all about. And as soon as you start to bring in this idea that there is some external force at work here, now, whether that external force is the Reiki itself, and this I know we get into touch, quite touchy ground because a lot of you believe that Reiki is some kind of external force that is acting on you. And in a sense, it is. If you go back to the analogy of the electricity, we're turning on the electric switch. That electricity is what is pushing the potential. But the electricity itself doesn't have the kind of intelligence that many of you put on Reiki 
or on spirit guides or any of this stuff, right? It's not, it's not like when you turn on an electric switch, it's not going into your kettle with a certain agenda, right? It's it's an inert quality. It's an inert potential. It doesn't have any judgment around it. And it's not going to make the kettle do anything more than it's designed to do. So I think we, we need to really think logically about what it is we think is going on here. So if you if you believe that Reiki is acting on you or the spirit Reiki spirit guides are somehow you know giving you instructions, then it is a little bit like like when you turn on the electric switch, it's the electricity that is allowing the kettle to boil the water as opposed to the kettle itself already has the mechanism to boil water. And all you're doing is you are activating that potential that is already in the kettle. So if you turn on the TV, it's not going to start boiling water for you because it has a different potential and it's built for a different potential. Now, we as human beings are kind of the same, right? Like we all have, we all come in with different qualities, with different value systems, with different skill sets, with different unique propositions and potentials. So when the Reiki comes into us and activates that potential, the bigger question is, are you aligned to that potential? Or are you trying to be a TV when in fact you're a kettle? And I think this is where many of us go wrong, right? We look at social media, we look at what our friends are doing, we look at the way society has designed itself. You know, it's like you need to get be academic, you need to have a certain job, you need to have a certain status in life, you need to have a certain career or a certain path in life. You need to get married by the time you're 27 and have 2.4 children. (laughs) So it's it's almost like you're a TV and you're in a room full of kettles and you're like, oh my God, I can't boil water. Therefore, I'm a complete failure in life. But you know what I'm saying, right? So one of the things that's really important, I think, for all of us is to understand what it is that Reiki is essentially activating in us. And your job as you apply Reiki is not to tune into your Reiki spirit guides and try and figure out what they want you to do. No, it's to it's to come into your self-awareness so that you can align with what you are. Like, what are you? Are you a kettle? Are you a TV? Are you a heater? Are you, I mean, what are you? And as the Reiki energy, pay attention. As the Reiki energy comes in, it harmonizes, it starts to to open certain things in you. Now, those things are in you already. So you won't become a kettle if you're a TV. But there is a certain life potential that all of us have to be the best TV ever, right? (laughs) To, to, To just... To, to portray that energy, whatever that is. Now, for some of us, we're going to be drawn to certain philosophies and certain people and certain communities. And we all, I do believe we all have, there's a certain reason why we're here. And I'm not saying that in, oh, you know, you have a life purpose and only one life purpose. Like your life purpose really is to 
is to fulfill your potential. And don't get me wrong with this, because a lot of people get hooked up with this in terms of, oh, my life potential, I need to do something. Like that's a very egoic mind, goal-oriented ideal, right? That you're coming in here to save X number of children, or you're coming in here to I don't know, save the widgets from something else or or to, to make everybody realize this thing or that thing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your potential. So when you when you activate your energy, when you turn on your electricity, maybe you're a light bulb, right? And you're shining your light in a certain way, or maybe you're a kettle and you're boiling water. And it's you're just doing what it is that you were naturally built to do. And that doesn't mean an achievement or a goal or a certain job or any, it doesn't mean any of that. That's all just societal crap, right? And yeah, it might be great fun. You know, it might be great fun to go and and build a company or or go and be the CEO of something or make lots of money or have lots of kids or whatever it is might be great fun to do all that stuff, but that's not what I mean when I say potential. What I mean when I say potential is that when you are active with the Reiki energy, you feel like you're just doing exactly what it is that you're kind of meant to be doing. And what happens when you get activated like that is it just feels right in whatever way that is, even if it's sitting around watching TV all day or or having a, a very long extended sabbatical, which is one of the things I've been doing, which is why you haven't seen me uh, very much um, around because it's like there was a time for me to, my, fulfilling my potential was essentially being quiet and just doing not very much and and seeing what that was like. Right. And actually it was pretty fun, to be honest. And now I noticed that I woke up this morning and my energy was like, right, get back out there. Start ranting again. It's time to to move. It's time to move. So I don't I I don't know whether this rant is giving you any food for thought at all, but I think that one of the things I just keep hammering on about is really start to to use your intelligence and bring all of this into your mindful awareness. What is it that Reiki is really doing for you? Like, like what is what is really happening? And be very aware when you start to go into that very childlike abdication of your own personal being. And what I mean by that is starting to put things out there. So as a child, it it might have made sense to have to abdicate our power. Because in a sense, as a child, we didn't really have that much power. Like our parents had power, our teachers had power, everybody else had power. We didn't. But at some point we need to grow up and we need to adult. And that means we need to reclaim our power. And you can't do that when you think that your Reiki is being guided by some external force that sometime, that somehow has more intelligence than you and will 
tell you what to do. That's a very childlike mentality. And it's not an adult responsible mentality. And so it's like, bring it in, bring it in, grow up and really start to look at, okay, let's say I'm an electrical appliance. What kind of electrical appliance am I naturally? And that that doesn't create a lot of thinking here. It's just what do you naturally find joy in? What do you, what naturally comes out of you? And, and express that. That's it. You just express yourself. Not trying to fit yourself into somebody else's expression and not trying to look out there and listen like, oh, what, what is it I'm meant to be doing and asking other people and other so-called entities or guides. Hey, what do they know? Who are they anyway? What are, what are these things? So bring it in, bring it back and really start to honor yourself, your journey your life potential and and go from there and don't get caught up in some big shiny goal at the end of it there's no goal right it's simply an expression of yourself are you expressed and every day can you express a little bit more right so that you feel more and more comfortable in your own skin. It's like, I feel comfortable in doing what I'm doing and saying what I'm saying and being with the people I'm being with. And if, if you can get more and more comfortable with this, then you're going to find yourself in a life that's fully expressed. And it's not about what you're doing or what you're achieving or how many other people are validating you. It's about how you in your own body, in your own skin, feel comfortable and and fulfilled and happy, right? And that and that's it. And that's really it. So what if Reiki was simply an electric switch? How would that how would that change for you? Um, the way that you use Reiki, the way that you empower yourself to use the Reiki, in order to, to really start coming more and more and more into your own potential. So, okay, rant over. <laughs> Have a lovely day. See you soon.